the college football experience, college football TV scheduling episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's brought to you by Shady Rays. Yeah, Shady Rays is having the best deal of the year. Go to shadyrays.com, use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady to enter uh, the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. Who doesn't love that? All right, Rosso brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. Yes, all week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure to uh, smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sportsgamblingpodcast. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jim Mora and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. You may be wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swigger database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes, good night. There's my music, soundboard, mishandle. How you doing, world? Shout out to Dick Gersberger and Shane Vendrell already in the chat asking questions. They want me to talk about Navy and Notre Dame in Ireland. In Dublin, Ireland, I'm your leprechaun, says the Irish. Sam Hartman just threw, what, two touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown in the spring game. It's going to be exciting to watch. And then Navy, remember, the life with without Ken Niamatololo, Brian Newberry, bringing in the Kennesaw offense. Should be interesting to see how that goes. But, yeah, season's right around the corner, folks. What's not to like? In this episode, well, really, I want to uh, I want to break down what. So y- you know, the past couple of weeks with me, Nick, Patty C on our dr- on our draft, our week draft. Which, if you haven't listened to, folks, get on over there and check out. We've previewed week zero of the 2023 season. We've previewed week one of the 2023 season. We've previewed week two of the 2023 season. We've previewed week three of the 2023 season. And week four just got completed last night, last episode we did. So go check this out. Uh, and uh, yeah, go check those episodes out. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
There is some, I guess, some news, but I I want to hit on uh, what this episode will be. Um, you know, I, I guess I should announce though that Chance Nolan, Oregon State quarterback, committed to TCU. I don't know really what that means because Chandler Morris is their guy, but you know, Max Duggan's off to the NFL, hoping he gets drafted. So it's going to be Chandler Morris, who actually started the season for the Horn Frogs a year ago. Uh, now add some depth by bringing in Chance Nolan because their backup Sam Jackson, uh, some stakes on a motherfucking plane transferred out to Cal, uh, and uh, yeah, they're, they're so getting a little depth. I mean, the portal's been absolutely crazy. Colorado's got like fifty guys that hit the portal as Dion trying to load up talent for this September. Um, other news: Caleb Burton, a wide receiver from Ohio State, hit the portal. Um, that was a pretty big one. Um, I feel like we've had several um, Michigan players hit the portal, starting cornerback. Oh, I mean, starting cornerbacks, starting to. I'm assuming they've lost. Maybe they maybe they weren't starting in the spring game, and that results in this, or maybe they're just testing the market, trying to get paid. Uh, Jacorius Conley. Uh, is the defensive back that hit the portal for North Carolina. And what's funny about Carolina is you had storm duck who transferred out to, uh, to Penn state for like a, a cup of coffee, never even plays for Penn state. He's back in the portal. And you know, I'm just saying, go to Oregon. Your name is fucking storm duck. You need to be playing at Oregon. Get on over there and play for the Oregon ducks. But yes, um, uh, that that was a pretty substantial both their corners. I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank. Is it Cameron Kelly? I think it is. Is the other one that went to Virginia for just the 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 spring game. I mean, he committed in in January. He's back in the portal, and I think he just bounced over to Louisville. But the big news also Tyler Tyler Buchner Tyler Buckner um, from Notre Dame in the portal, and I I feel like. Uh, a lot of people thinking that you know Auburn and Alabama are going to have a bidding war for him, but at the mean and you know meanwhile he is from San Diego, California. So you wonder if San Diego State's in play. But obviously with Tommy Reese as old offensive coordinator at Alabama, that one might make a lot of sense. And knowing that they really wanted Van Dyke from Miami and that didn't work out, uh, might make a lot of sense because I think if you watch the Alabama spring game like we did. Uh, Quarterback play struggled, but Alabama's had questions. Um, I remember Bryce Young struggled in the spring game. So don't panic if you're a fan of the tide. Obviously, they probably won't panic, but it'll be interesting to see where Buckner uh, ends up going there, um, as that's a pretty big name in the portal. Um, what else? And obviously Nolan too, because like I said, quarterbacks. You're you're trying to find quarterbacks with starts. So getting Chance Nolan, even though he's going to be a backup, it seems like in uh, Fort Worth. Um, yeah, and Cameron Kelly, yeah, he committed to Louisville. Just looking at my notes right now. Um, so I think that's a big get. Uh, and it's interesting. We just saw an offensive tackle for Purdue hit the portal today. I'm wondering if Jeff Brahms bringing him into Louisville college football in 2023 just absolutely bat shit crazy. Um. And also today starts uh, the college football playoff meetings for the 12 team playoff going on in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. So hopefully we're getting as many home games as we can. And that's kind of what this episode's about guys is. uh, So I had some people hit me up about 
the past couple episodes I did with Patty C and NC Nick in our draft and say, you know, I've lobbied that there needs to be a lot more weekday games, especially since we're letting the TV execs in charge. Clearly college athletics has been t- has taken this gigantic turn where TV execs are in charge. They've uh, you know, jeopardized uh, a lot of conferences, a lot of long, uh, long-term long time rivalries that have been, you know, existing over 130 years. And if that's going to happen, I have lobbied that, you know, they need to go all in on weekday game. Well, a- and you add in the NIL and the fact that players could be paid uh, as far as employees, which might be down the road here uh, might be in- inevitable to escape that. But regardless with that happening, you can no you no longer need to really use the excuse. And just the fact COVID changed our world. Online classing is, is, uh, you know, what you can do now. So, um, I think there needs to be a lot more weekday games, and I think I can make it make sense. I'm I'm curious what this episode will be. So so some fans hit me up saying, "What do you mean? Explain more on why and what you think you know should happen." So this this episode is kind of a hypothetical. So maybe you're not into it. Maybe you think, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Or maybe you say, "Hey, this is the future," and pick the uh, the. Greg Sankey and uh, you know the president of uh, Fox and ESPN should be called one eight hundred Pick Dundee, perhaps. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. But before I get into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, look, we're doing this parlay of the day contest. Um, and we're running a special parlay of the day contest for people who, who, you know, have bought in shades from uh shady rays. So once again, bought in sh- uh, shades from ShadyRays.com using the promo code SGPN each day of the NFL draft, the sports gambling podcast will release a shady race parlay of the day. And if that parlay hits the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener, go to sports gambling podcast.com slash shady to start getting shady. Uh, but yeah, we are brought to you by Shady Rays, and our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Uh, look, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any pair of sunglasses you've ever worn. They got durable frames. They got extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures you want to go on. All right, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most, the absolute most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. And look, if you lose a pair, if you, if you break a pair, even on day one, they got you covered. They will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked Wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And with shady rays, you can look good and you can feel good today. They've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with feeding America. And look, if you don't love them, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays because their team always has your back. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to shadyrays.com, use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Let's go. And I see uh, Richard. Gersberger, Dick Gersberger, legend. He's in the chat asking about uh, Max Duggan. Could he go to the Rams? I think it's one of the more intriguing. I think between 
both quarterbacks that were in the national championship. Stetson Bennett obviously has that drunk video, but come on, we've all been we've all been 35 years old, right? Uh I think it's interesting to see where he goes because I've really liked his upside the past year. And Max Duggan is to me kind of an athlete that needs to really work on his accuracy, but I'm curious if someone's going to want to invest in that. I think he's too raw right now, but if he can work on his accuracy, he's very athletic and uh, you know, he's a winner in my book. So it'll be interesting to see where both go. Uh, Clayton tune is another, he says, uh, I'm less interested in where Clayton tune goes. Um, more interested where the other two go, but that's not a knock against tune. I think he's all right. Kind of a, kind of a, I don't know. Kind of like a mid round quarterback. That's kind of a career backup. If I had to guess um, all that's going to be exciting. So make sure you uh, check us out. Uh, the live draft party is going to be fantastic Thursday, Thursday night. You know, uh, it's just a slew of guests slew of videos. I, I really think it's going to be more entertaining than watching the actual NFL draft. Yep. So check this out folks. Um, all right, but look, this episode, I try to explain this episode and maybe I'm just a fucking idiot for, for, for throwing this one out there. But uh, like I said, some fans asked me, what do I mean? They hit me up on social media and they said, uh, what explain, can you go more into detail of how you feel like the sport should go? And look, my thing is this, um, we have now seen the NFL kind of come into college football territory, right? They, they load up on those Saturdays in December uh, that co- that college football a had a couple, a couple that were open or just the army Navy game or some bowl games. And also uh, they, now they're coming for black Friday, which has historically been one of the best college football days. So I think it's time for, for uh, and, and the more that you're seeing college football shape itself as kind of a, a NFL junior hate to say it, but you know, it, that's the reality that and we're let, we're letting, we're letting TV execs. I mean, USC's in the big 10 guys. They're, they're playing, they're playing Rutgers starting next year, every year um, or every other year. But if we have this, then let's one of the flaws historically with college football has been it's been disorganized in a way. I think that disorganization has uh, salvaged the game for me. You know, I think in college basketball, you see to college athletics, really we'll see if they can balance both moving forward. But I've always thought, especially in the TV era where, you know uh, you can, I, I, I remember I was at a diner eating breakfast like two months ago. And I could hear the conversation. My wife goes to the bathroom. I'm just sitting there. I could hear the conversation at the table behind me. And it was two girls and a guy sitting there and they were discussing Boise state football. For some reason, he said, I don't know if he was from there. I didn't, I didn't interfere, but I could hear them talking. And and the other girl goes, that's the team on the blue turf that always plays on Thursdays and Fridays. Um, And I thought, See, boom, that is marketing right there. Their university is better for that because they've been doing this for 25 years. Um, but my point with all of this and, and shout out to Dick Gersberger, midweek football. It's the only way I get to watch Miami of Ohio. That's right. Look, and, and, and this is my, my point is I'm going to go through the hypothetical of what I think the, uh, the future should be in college football. If we're going to let TV execs call it, then 
to me, capitalize on what makes college football so great then. Capitalize on that and and go all in. And I'm gonna give you perfect examples, especially to start the season. So let's look at the the week zero schedule. First off, there's 261 division one football teams. We have the FBS with 133 teams. Next year it's gonna be 134, potentially 135. Um so we have that. Last year it was 131. But we have the addition this year of Jacksonville State with Rich Rodriguez down there in Alabama. Um and Sam Houston State in Texas, right? And next year it's Kennesaw that we know of. I know there's talk that Delaware or Eastern Kentucky might be next, but regardless, you also have the FCS, which has 128 teams altogether. That's what 261 teams. If my math is correct, which is always a little questionable, but you have 261 division one teams. Then you have D two D three and AIA, right? We won't even touch them. But to me, all your NFL players for the most part, occasionally you'll have some D two D three action, like some players that make it to the NFL, but really like 1% I would imagine are less than 1%. Um, the re- everyone comes from D one football, FCS, FBS. To me, if they get organized on this with TV execs, I think they could make college football the biggest thing in this country, but they have to be smart about it. And this is a perfect example to me. Week zero. Let's just pull up what the week zero schedule is. All right. So week zero, which I hear by the way, that one of the the things being discussed uh, at the college football playoff committee in, in Dallas currently, like today, was moving a lot of week one to week zero. Personally, I, I'm kind of against it because I think it's too much in the summer. But I'm not I'm not really upset because we get a bunch of more football earlier. Um, because then where does week zero go? Week zero goes to what? August like 14th or something. But anyway, week zero uh, on Saturday, August 26th, you have uh, between the FBS and FCS, you have what? Two, four, five, seven, nine, ten, ten games out of 261 teams, right? I'm not going to spread those out. I'm going to keep exactly the way week zero looks right now, which is Dick Gersberg was mentioning this. You got Navy Notre Dame, which is going to be an early kick as it's in Dublin. Um, you got Fordham in Albany East coast game, FIU, La tech, Hawaii, Vanderbilt, North Alabama, Mercer. And then I think later in the afternoon, you get UTEP Jacksonville state. What a, what a what way to introduce them to FBS. You get Jackson state versus South Carolina state, which was the celebration bowl just two years ago in the FCS. You get San Jose state, USC, UMass, New Mexico state. And to me, the big nightcap would be Ohio at San Diego state. If TV execs are in charge, I mean, all those games are happening that day. Um, but here's my thing. So August 26th, the season kicks, you now have uh, all the way until Thursday, September 7th before the NFL kicks off their season. So uh, the way that the schedules aligned for real this year is that on Thursday, August 21st or August 31st, I'm sorry, Thursday, August 31st. So after your week zero games on Saturday, August 26th, you have a four day break with no football. And then you have uh, August 31st 
a bunch of week one matchups. Uh, uh, Friday, September first, a bunch of week one matchups. Saturday, September second, a bunch of week one matchups. Sunday, September third, uh, you have three games on the schedule, and then one game on Labor Day, and then they just give away Tuesday and Wednesday, and then you have the NFL's Thursday night kick. It doesn't make any sense to me. To me, it's 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 just one of the flaws of college athletics has been organizing it. But now we're moving to this model where it seems like we're going to be organized. And if we're going to do that, I want to propose this is the way the game should look. And this is the way the system should be. And I'm, I'm, I, I bet you this, something like this happens down the road. I don't know if they'll crawl into the Mondays or Tuesdays, but I think you're going to get very creative. You saw that this year, the conference USA says, Hey, in the month of October, we're playing Tuesday and Wednesday games the whole month, right? I expect to see more of that, whether it's FCS live sports continues to go up while the rest of television continues to go down. I think Brett Yormark, I think, uh, you know, he's already said, we're going to attack weekday games in the coming uh, weeks as, or the coming years at, with the big 12. He's a brand new big 12 commissioner just a year ago. Uh, it was announced. I also think whatever the PAC 12 ends up doing, whether it's C-Dub, the, that station or, or Amazon or Apple TV, they got to get creative about attacking these because it just makes more sense. It increases your value, not only as a conference, but your school's value. And the Boise State example, I think, is a perfect example. But I also think we're selling the sport short by not doing this. To the lay fan, when there's 300,000 games, I feel like, on Saturday, every Saturday, which I love. And and that's, I think uh, NC Knicks, Patty C's concern was wait, 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 the Saturday slate. If you do all these weekday games, how's that going to look? There's, there's 261 teams. There's enough room for Saturday to still be jam packed. Um, so let's keep week zero, the same, keep it with all those 10 games, right? But spread them out smart. Spread, spread them out. Have your nightcap. I think the best game is the Ohio San Diego State game. Have that as your nightcap. ESPN Fox. I don't give a shit, right? But have that as your nightcap, um, as your prime time game for for the country, in my opinion. Then you have Sunday, August twenty seventh, which is normally the last NFL preseason game where you don't even see the current state. I mean, back in the eighties or nineties, you would see actual like NFL starters still playing this preseason game. But now, now it's nothing. So we just give away a Sunday that the NFL doesn't use, but yet the NFL is attacking college football Saturdays and college football's uh, black Friday. Uh, This is where I think, and they've already came for, you remember growing up for me, college football owned Thursdays. The NFL then came for Thursdays, right? And college football kind of shifted to Friday games. Well, in my opinion, I think at what point do you keep getting pushed where you say, Hey, fuck you. We're doing this. Cause I honestly believe this. Obviously, I know the NFL is a juggernaut, but I think most NFL fans are also college football fans. So they would have a dilemma if they had to choose from, from, Hey, well, you're going to put uh, you know, USC's playing on a Thursday, huh? I'm a USC fan. Should I watch the Rams or no, uh, you know, or whatever, whatever the scenario is. So that's what I'm saying. So let's let Sunday, August 27th, for some reason, there's no games. You're just giving this away to the NFL. Well, I did a hypothetical schedule wise of what I think they should do, right? So a bunch of teams aren't playing until Thursday, August 31st, right? That's when the season kicks for a lot of teams. Um, 
and I shifted a bunch of this. All right. So Sunday, August 27th, I did Bowling Green at Liberty to start off the day. Sunday morning uh, for me on the West, 9, 9 a.m., noon on the East. Boom, we hit you with an FBS game, uh, Bowling Green Liberty. Right? Maybe you think this is fucking, what are you doing? These are hypotheticals. I'm telling you how, how it would look. And I hope I'm explaining myself well. If not, chalk this up as a shitty episode. We'll move along to the next one. Whatever. Bowling Green Liberty, though. I have Louisiana Tech and SMU, and that goes into Kent State UCF. Remember, these teams, uh, most of these teams playing on Thursdays anyway, right? So you're moving this game up, what, four days? Um, and the nightcap, Sam Houston State at BYU. I also sprinkle in some other ones Valparaiso, Youngstown State, Central Washington at Weber State. That should be to me what Sunday looks like. Because I have another thing. Another thing is minimum five games every single night of the week. Every single day of the week, except Sundays, right? Minimum five games, except Sundays. Maybe once the NFL gets rolling on Mondays, you can dial it back. But at least Tuesday, five games. At least Wednesday, five games. Thursday, five games. Friday, five games. Even though I think we should load up on Thursday and Fridays, and then have a shit ton on Saturday, like we always do, right? So anyway, my hypothetical for Sunday, August twenty sixth. Is, is uh, I'm sorry for Sunday August 27th. Is that? It's not the greatest slate, slate of games, but at least you are getting fans into college football with some decent matchups. Kent State UCF's happening on Thursday. Why not push it up and give it a, a prime time? Because Thursday there's a shit ton of other games on. It's competing with Florida and Utah. It's competing with Nebraska Minnesota on Thursday. No, give it it give it its own time slot. And you have, like I said, you can actually do this four games, Bowling Green, Liberty into Louisiana tech, SMU into Kent state, UCF into Sam Houston state of BYU. And you can even have an FS two or an ESPN two cover Valpo, Youngstown state, Eastern Illinois, Indiana state, which is actually a long time rivalry in the FCS and then central Washington, Weber state. I'm talking like a maniac. I understand, but now let's shift to Monday, August 28th. Hey, there's no game scheduled. Huh? You know what Americans love? Football, sports, gambling. Hmm. What do we have here? There's no NFL games. There's nothing really. Yes, I understand there'll be some baseball games, but come on, USFL and XFL are destroying baseball ratings. <laughs> um, I think you load up one of the best games of the week for a mid-major in South Alabama and Tulane. You load it up right there. On on Monday, August twenty eighth, right? That that should be your early game, and I think your night game. So your headliner is South Alabama at Tulane at, at starting at like four p.m. Pacific, and you jump into Texas Tech at Wyoming at seven o'clock. Back to back, boom! You get two good, good good college football games that I think people would be excited about. But that's not all. I think you should be sprinkling other games on at different times. So you can catch the end of it. Maybe, maybe South Alabama Tulane ends up being a blowout more than you think you, you flip it over. If you load up on some of these other games, um, which I would put, let's just go. Well, Butler, Montana, I put Portland state, Oregon. Yeah. These could be shitty games. They could be, it could be decent games. Southern Utah, Arizona state, central Arkansas, Oklahoma state, Delaware, Stony Brook, T- Tennessee tech Furman. Elon at wake forest. A lot of these games are scheduled for Thursday. So you just move it up to Wednesday. I'm sorry. You just moved up to Monday 
and you have, you then have nine games going on Monday, August 28th, but you really have two heavy hitters in South Alabama, Tulane and Texas tech, Wyoming. Fascinating. Fans will love it, right? TV ratings will be much better than sprinkling them randomly on a Saturday. Then you hop into the next day. Pat Kappa says, this is too much work for the lazy suits that run the scheduling. I don't that look to me. If you want to capitalize on TV ratings, if we're leaving them for leaving the sport up to TV execs, I mean, what do we see with college basketball? They load up the slate pretty much seven days a week, right? I think they're going to try some shit like that. And I think, I think it's smart for the schools, the institutions to do it. Cause you'll get more notoriety. You know what I mean? If you're sitting around, like I just mentioned, if you're Wyoming, you're saying, Hey, you know, I get it. We, you know, it might be harder to pack the stadium, but I, I still think you'll be all right. Cause it's the only show in, in Laramie, but Hey, TV, TV is going to be able to, to, to feature us. We might be able to get more money. Why not? Right? So you have that and hold on. I want to tell you more. I want to jump to the next day. So right now I've given you week zeros, Saturday, uh, uh, August 25th matchup, right? Or uh, what is it? August 26th. I'm sorry. Sunday and Monday. Now I'm going to jump to Tuesday in a second here, but first I got to get us paid and, and let me know about this episode. Cause I'm curious if I'm just pissing in the, in the wind, you know what I mean? But I, I just wanted to, instead of me writing out this long explanation via social media on what the fuck I meant, I said, let me try to put this thing together with me talking to you. Um, all right. Um, the college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here and what better way to get down on player prop parlays and over at underdog fantasy besides daily NHL, NBA and MLB games. They've got you covered. Uh, they got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million dollars going on in prizes. Wow. A lot of shit. They got USFL. They got XFL. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. We're also brought to you by the NFL Draft Props Contest. Yes. Part of uh, SGPN's Draft Week, SGPN is holding a uh, free NFL Drafts Props Contest exclusively for our members on our discord. So uh, it's completely free to join and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $50 SGP gift card. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign up link. And you should already be there anyway, enter it because you could talk college football. You could talk any sport. Our, our discord, they got shit about music and movies and food. They got stuff about the Baja 500 gone off in Mexico. You know what I mean? You can go one by one. Uh, it's got every sport you can think of. So it's a lot of fun. Just hop in there. It's like a house party of DJs. So hop on over there and remember as always to let it ride. All right, hang on. All right. So this, I know this episode is like, and I'm curious if you actually like this episode, I was thinking about getting graphics done, but then I was like, do I put that much effort into it with maybe people just being like, these are all hypotheticals, but I do believe it's coming down the pipeline. I just wonder how aggressive they'll be on this. Um, so let's move over. I gave you Sunday. I gave you Monday, Tuesday, August 29th. Guess what happens? No college football teams play. Huh? A lot of schools aren't even in school. Huh? So academics ain't a problem. Hmm. The NFL's not playing. 
So why the fuck is college football just giving this day away to nobody? This is a day where you could conquer on ratings and destroy every other sport going. So I loaded up the Big Ten. Look, Northwestern at Rutgers. Hey, that's a terrible football game. If you ask your average Big Ten fan, not from Northwestern or Rutgers, they would say that. But they would say that on a Saturday, I would have no interest in watching that. On a weekday where you highlight that game, I think everyone's watching. So if that's your your heavyweight at four o'clock tipping off on the west, seven o'clock on the east, boom. You pair that, in my opinion, with having Akron and Temple kick off an hour prior. And then your nightcap after the Northwestern Rutgers game is Washington State heading to Fort Collins to take on Colorado State. Oh my gosh, those are your heavyweights. But I also have a slew of other games that should be on like ESPN 2 or FS2, whatever. ESPN plus whatever the fuck you got to do. Right. I got William and Mary at Campbell, which is scheduled for Thursday. This is an awesome FCS matchup, right? So if you time this up, you could have some really good football. Missouri state is heading to Kansas. Take on Lance Leipold. That's happening on Thursday. Push it up two days, push it up two days because we know Missouri state was a pretty good FCS team the past couple of years, even though road rash face, AKA Bobby Petrino has gone. They still have a lot of those same players. I think Jason Shelley's still there. Kansas, they've been a magical story last year. Could why not give them a give them that one of these stations should have that on. Then at night, like I said, the the heavyweight game is Washington State at Colorado State. That's if that is on Saturday, it's going to get lost in the luster, you know. So put it here, pair that up also with Northern Arizona at Arizona, which by the way, the Lumberjacks did win the last time they played that game. So you pair that. You also throw in maybe a UC Davis at Texas A&M commerce, a Drake at North Dakota and an incarnate word at UTEP for the night slate. You got five games on the night slate for the West. You got four games on the night slate for the East because they're probably going to be in bed by the time incarnate word and UTEP tips or kicks makes too much fucking sense. Makes too much sense because I think everyone would would then for watch Northwestern and Rutgers probably set the set the sport of football back a hundred years, but at least we'd get a Big Ten matchup that no one normally would watch, and I think everyone would watch that game, and then that would go right into Washington State, Colorado State. But even if one of those games was a blowout, you also have Akron Temple, William and Mary at Campbell, which by the way probably two FCS playoff teams this year. Um, you have the Kansas Jayhawks. Let me tune into them. Spread it out. Spread it out. Uh, then let's jump over to, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up the, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get on this Wednesday, August 30th. All right. And I'm curious your thoughts hop in the chat. Pat Kappa says they can't even figure out how to put one game, good game on Friday night. I'm thinking that's changing though. I think it's changing. You're right though. I know it's a battle with the schools. They're stupid. They're stupid. You're going to increase your value by playing more where t- people see you. It's just simple. But let's not hop over to Wednesday, August 30th. I'm just curious. Guess what happens on Wednesday, August 30th, folks? College football decides to not play a game. Hmm. Why? Hmm. Are they going up against the NFL? No. NFL's not playing a game. Interesting. Why would they not do that? I find that, you know, so it's just MLB. Hmm. I think some college football games could destroy that. 
Uh, so look, I paired up UTSA at Houston as the best game of the night. And I have that as a late kick on the West because before that I have Toledo taking on Illinois. And this is the exact game that sparked our argument between Patty C and NC Nick. Toledo, Illinois already has a history of playing like the most weekday games, I feel like, for Big Ten teams. Give them Toledo at Illinois. Put that there. It's a fantastic game. One of the better schools in the MAC against an up and coming program in the Big Ten. And then after that, you pair that with UTSA at Houston. And boom, guess what else you can do on another channel? Texas State at Baylor. Let's be honest, Texas State's a Sunbelt team. Not many people probably even know that. They're taking on Baylor in state battle in Texas. This game on a Saturday, no one's going to fucking watch. So if you load this thing up on Wednesday, August 30th, the fans, I think, will be happy. You also throw in some FCS games like Northern Colorado at Abilene Christian, Rhode Island at Georgia State, St. Francis at Western Michigan, and Utah Tech at Montana State. And you could spread these out time wise. So guess what? We could all be having fun watching college football every single day. Oh my God. Could you imagine the world we live in? Could you imagine it? Um, then let's hop on over to the next thing that I want to talk about is Thursday. Oh, well guess what? Finally, we have a slate of college football games where they're actually scheduled to be played, <laughs> right? So they gave away the four days prior to this. Now you have Thursday, Nebraska at Minnesota. Awesome game, right? Awesome game. In my opinion. It's a got conference, you know, they're opening the season with conference implications here, big 10 West implications. Sign me up for that. All right. And then, oh, you have Florida and Utah. Wait, they've actually done this. Correct. You have two great games on the slate and you have a slew of other games. Now I did add, I didn't move over some other games like NC state at UConn's being played on Saturday. For some reason, currently I'm this still could move to Thursday or Friday. What are you doing? both programs, make yourself more marketable, move this game to Thursday night. Boom. Northern Illinois and Boston college. No one's going to watch this on a Saturday afternoon. What are you doing folks? Move this to a more marketable spot Thursday. Boom. All right. You also have like 12 FCS games. And uh, how about this one? Cal at North Texas. So wait, if you go Nebraska at Minnesota to kick off the day with Northern Illinois and Boston college and NC state, Yukon all around similar times kicking off. Fantastic. And then at night here on the West, you get Florida at Utah and Salt Lake city. And you pair that with maybe a kickoff 30 minutes after that of Cal at North Texas. Holy shit. It could be so exciting. It could be so exciting. You could also throw in two FCS games at that late night, late night spot, like Idaho at Lamar or Bryant at UNLV. Right. And then boom, you would have an awesome day of football. Right. And most of those games are already scheduled. Then it's already scheduled. Then so then you hop on over to the next day, Friday, September 1st. And I got to admit, I was putting this together before this game actually changed to this day, but we already have college football games this day. We already have a slew of them. We have Howard at Eastern Michigan. Cool. Play it there. I'd even kick that one off earlier than the other ones, right? Central Michigan and Michigan state just moved from Saturday to Friday in real life. Not in my hypothetical, right? Perfect. Cause I had it in here anyway, right? That one's probably a pretty good game. Put that on as your major one. Jump from there into Louisville, Georgia Tech, which is also scheduled for Friday. I did not adjust that. Perfect. You also have Miami, Ohio taking on Miami, Florida. Little battle of Miami. We were just talking Miami, Ohio in the chat. Perfect opportunity for you there. 
And then your nightcap that they, that they have scheduled is Stanford, Hawaii. I'm keeping all those games there, but guess what I'm doing? Stanford, Hawaii obviously is going to start later at like nine o'clock, which is midnight on the East. So you're probably going to lose, lose a lot of eyeballs there, but guess what I'm going to add in? Oh, the best, one of the best games on Saturday, but there's just so many games on Saturday, Boise state at Washington, move that to Friday, have that follow Louisville, Georgia tech. So if it was up to me, I would kick central Michigan at Michigan state off at like three o'clock Pacific, have that go into Louisville, Georgia tech. And then after that, go straight into Boise state, Washington. And then your super nightcap late game is the Stanford Hawaii game. I would even also add in some other ones like old dominion, Virginia tech. Hmm. Saturday. I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to watch that. Put that shit on Friday. All right. Start it at a different time. So when maybe the other games are at halftime, you can tune into that one. Also San Diego at Cal poly FCS have some competition for the Boise state Washington game in case that's a blowout. Boom. Put that on. Oh my God. It would be fucking fantastic. Then, oh, but you'd ruin Saturday. No, Saturday still has week one, but still have a lot of the big time matchups. Colorado TCU. I know people are excited about that one. Um, Virginia, Tennessee. I mean, two power fives going at it. You still have uh, Ohio State at Indiana, right? Which is happening for real on that Saturday. Utah State at Iowa. West Virginia at Penn State. Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Rice at Texas. Um, North Carolina versus South Carolina. They're still on Saturday. I'm not fucking with them, right? UMass, Auburn, East Carolina, Michigan, Buffalo, Wisconsin, Arkansas state, Oklahoma, ball state, Kentucky. They're all happening. Middle Tennessee, Alabama. You keep your blue bloods there because they're going to want to be playing anyway. So boom, get it done, right? You still have a shit ton of games on Saturday. It, this organizes the fucking sport. Oh, then you have Sunday, right? As I try to try to keep up with going down this, and I'm curious your thoughts on this episode. So please give me feedback on this one because maybe you think this episode is just stupid. Um, Sunday, September third. All right, we really do have three games. We have Jackson State versus Florida A and M. Cool swag. I love swag football. Kick off the, the the to me my this is a holiday weekend. We got Labor Day on Monday, but we should have more than three games. Once again, there's no NFL games going on zero NFL games on Sunday or Monday. Huh? Why not put a bunch of fucking football games? Interesting. So we, the games they ha- actually have scheduled is a swack matchup between Jackson state, Florida, a and M LSU, Florida state, which is obviously a huge game, Oregon state at San Jose state. Fantastic. Three you know, last year. This was two games. Now we're at three, but it's still weak to me. It's still weak. They should load up on other games. So that's why I think, Hey, Jacksonville state, they just played week zero on a Saturday. Why don't you give them a seven day rest? Oh, East Tennessee state at Jackson state. There we go. This was a, a rivalry in the FCS. They're still playing uh, this year as Jackson state's in the FBS. Hey, put that on TV. Give me a rivalry game. Fantastic. Fresno state at Purdue. Oh, that's scheduled for Saturday. Why not move that to Sunday? Cause that's a fantastic game. Ryan Walters coaching his first game, taking on Jeff Tedford, the quarterback guru and Fresno Purdue would be a fantastic game. Then you have Austin P Southern Illinois, two FCS playoff contenders going at it. Put it on there. Hmm. Chattanooga, North Alabama. Hmm. I mean, North Alabama sucked last year, but Chattanooga solid. Throw that out there. I want at least six games on that Sunday because what the fuck are we doing here? We're all going to be at home anyway, right? Cracking a cold one, enjoying labor day weekend. Hmm. 
Then let's jump over to actual labor day. And I'm curious your thoughts once again. And I know people are reluctant to believe this in the chat. They're saying they can't pull this thing off. Yeah, maybe you're right. I kind of think they are. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, see these Mike Leach edition, swing your sword t-shirts, check out those people. Um, but let's hop on over to labor day because for some stupid reason for this is just, this one drives me crazy. Really Sunday and Monday, you're just giving these the money away. You're just losing money, not being smart. So three games are scheduled for uh, Sunday. One is scheduled for Monday. The actual, you know, holiday of labor day. What the fuck is going on How, now? Granted it's Duke and it's Clemson, which win total wise a year ago was what I think a combined like 19 wins. Okay. Keep that where it is. Prime time. We, we want to watch it, but what are you doing? Why are you giving away this whole day where people could be watching much more football? I don't understand it. So what I did is South Florida and Western Kentucky were scheduled for Saturday. Guess what? No one's going to watch that game when there's 500 other games on Two decent. I mean, Western Kentucky has been a, been a pretty good school uh, in the CUSA South Florida. They're bringing in a, a new head coach, but it wasn't that long ago that they were very competitive in the AAC. Put that game on right from the kick 9.00 AM. Also Villanova Lehigh. It's a historic rivalry. Put that on too. All right. Give us both 9.00 AM jump on over to the noon slate. Oh, Hmm. Uh, the lead up before, before uh, I mean, look, I would lobby that you could move Buffalo, Wisconsin or something like this, but even if not, even if you just want to be okay, South Dakota, Missouri, probably going to be a blowout, put it there. Maine, Florida international. That won't be a blowout. If anything, Florida international might lose to an FCS, put that on fucking national TV and have that jump into Clemson at Duke. But just in case Clemson and Duke's a blowout, why don't you give us another game there? Like Nevada at USC, Tarleton state, McNeese and Idaho state at San Diego state load them up. I don't understand why you're not. I don't understand why you're not. Why is there only one game? Doesn't make any sense. And then guess what happens? And I, I'm almost done with my spiel here. We'll sign off for an episode. And uh, you know, you can tell me I'm a fucking maniac later. Um, Tuesday, September 5th, mm. Tuesday, September 5th. We just give wait, but the NFL doesn't start until Thursday. So wait, if you were to play some games, the previous Tuesdays and Monday, like I alluded to, guess what? You could do it again with the same teams. Hmm. Wouldn't that be fantastic? So this is where I think you could really make the sport really marketable. Put some of your best games. Now you probably put less games because you're closer to where school's starting, but I still think five or more every single day of the week. So how about you open up with on Tuesday, September 5th temple at Rutgers. They played the previous Monday and Tuesday. So they've gotten six, seven days of rest. Boom. Temple at Rutgers, Southern Illinois at Northern Illinois. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. We had Northern Illinois play a weekday game. They got more than four days rest, which is what you normally do in college football or pro. Beautiful. You also add in Eastern Michigan, Minnesota, huh? And then your nightcap is Oregon, Texas tech, which is awesome in Lubbock. Can you imagine the national spotlight on all three of those games, all four of those games? Also Portland state at Wyoming, you throw in there, right? So that's my five. Then you jump into Wednesday, September 6th. Oh, we can do this Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, 
why can we do this? Because it's on Saturday and guess what? Since both teams were able to, to basically play earlier in the week, the previous week, you can jump into having them play a huge game nationally televised Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I think this would draw huge numbers instead of on Saturday on ESPN two, when it's battling against Alabama, Texas or something, put that on there. Boom. And guess what? You could go right into that to Oklahoma state, Arizona state. Holy shit. You could have both those going. You also could play some other ones like Utah tech, Montana, Ohio at Florida Atlantic and, uh, and Marshall at East Carolina. Boom. Holy shit. Then you could jump over to the next day, Thursday. Oh, the NFL. Okay. Well, guess what you do? You get creative. You start two hours. The NFL kicks at five. You start at three, five for me on the West, eight on the East. We'll start two hours before and then align up another game after. So if, and, but you should go lighter because obviously a bunch of people watch the NFL, but if you were to still load up some big games and then have a nice nightcap, say Auburn at Cal, which on Saturday, no one's probably going to watch that game. But guess what? If you put it on after the NFL game, kick that thing at eight o'clock Pacific, maybe seven 30, maybe people late arriving. You get two power fives. Oh my God. I should be involved with the fucking space program. This is my episode folks. And then on Friday you have UCF Boise. You have obviously Indiana, Indiana state, which is on the schedule. Stony Brook, Rhode Island's on the schedule as is you add UCF Boise. You add, you know, Tulsa at Washington. You could do a lot of things with this. There's no excuse. My point on this episode is that if they got organized with 261 teams, we could be seeing great football every day that we give, give the NFL Sunday. Don't even play any games on Sunday. Maybe even give them Monday once the season starts, but you have two Mondays you could play prior to that. And we just do nothing. We do nothing. I want to know your ideas. I want to know if you think I'm a fucking maniac. All right. Oh man. Dick Gersberger says two J just feels like a Western Kentucky day. That's what I'm saying, man. No one's going to watch Western Kentucky right now on a Saturday. I mean, I have nine TVs and it's still hard to do it. We have a studio here with nine TVs, still hard to get it on. Right. If you put it on a Tuesday and you build up that culture, look what Boise state's become Boise state now can play on a Saturday where I put it on the nine TVs because for 20 years they've been playing weekday games and they've been fucking good. Maxi melts in the chat says, just put pick Dundee in charge of scheduling already. You old TV exec bastards. There we go. Let's do the damn thing. Oh man. I mean, I, I doesn't uh, tell me I'm not a fucking idiot here. Doesn't this make way more sense? And I would just assume we're going to head down this. I mean, we saw, like I said, conference USA, right? Which is a brand new conference USA. They're getting the, the FCS teams, nine teams right now. It'll be 10 when, when Kennesaw comes next year, right? They said the whole month of October, we're playing Tuesday, Wednesday games. Well, guess what? In November, the whole conference of the Mac plays Tuesday and Wednesday games. You're already getting there. Go all the way in. Get organized. If you're gonna own, if you're gonna reroute all of college football and ruin their rivalries, which they've been doing, we get no bedlam anymore starting next year. You know, Colorado Nebraska has been tarnished, right? But then we don't get it every year. Backyard brawl, we barely get. Oh, there's a lot I could go on and on. Virginia Tech, West Virginia, we barely get. Um, so if you're gonna fuck this up, at least give us something where we can go all the way in every single day of the week. 
and organize it, organize it. Oregon at Texas tech on a fucking Monday night or Tuesday night. Sounds incredible. Texas tech at Wyoming. The previous Monday or Tuesday sounds incredible. Give us the FCS games too. I re- I really feel like the, the the country doesn't even know if you give us like a you know Weber State Montana State game on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. I think the viewing. I think the the world will come. Build it, build it, and they will come. What does Cosner say, folks? I've been talking to you for fifty two minutes, just spitting fucking random gibberish about fucking games. I I honestly didn't know whether I should do this as an episode or not. That's why I'm curious. If you actually find this one entertaining, you might not, you might just say this dude is a fucking maniac, right? And that's fair because I love college football, but I would like to see it organized a little bit better. I would like to see it organized a little bit better folks. If you can subscribe to the college football experience, um, we're breaking down while I do a solo podcast on each and every team, all 133 teams each and every year, starting in June. Uh, you'll have a solo episode on Western Kentucky. You'll have a solo episode on uh, Jacksonville state or Yukon or, or Alabama or Texas. doesn't matter. Solo episode. We'll talk about each and everything going on within that team. And obviously we're in the middle of breaking down each and every week. You can go back and listen to the first four weeks and week zero, where we talk about the best games of the week and what we think. We also have transfer portal episodes out. We have coaching uh, hire episodes out, so go check them all out at uh, you know at the College Football Experience. Please, if you can too, hop on over, give us a five star review on iTunes. Been a minute, it's the off season. Feel like more people got downtime. Get the fuck on over there, give us a five star review, please. Get on over there. And Shane, Shane's in the chat saying both entertaining, and I do think you're a maniac. Hey, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. You know got to be a maniac at something in life. If not, you're probably going to be a real maniac. And start killing people and stuff. You know what I mean? But just remember Ted Bundy. One, 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 one of the things I was, I was watching uh, my, me and my wife were arguing whether it was, well, we first watched like documentaries on uh Dahmer and then Ted Bundy, right? We're going like back and forth on who was crazier. There was a part in the Ted Bundy documentary where he had just like escaped the prison in Colorado. He's already murdered like 20 people. And you know, he's like the most wanted man. There's no internet back then, but the, the, everyone's trying to catch Ted Bundy. He takes like a train and he steals a car. He ends up uh, going out of his way. He's in Chicago and he's like, wait, so everyone's after him, but he goes to Ann Arbor because he he had a, fr- he knew a friend or something. He goes to a bar in Ann Arbor to watch the Rose bowl, Washington against Michigan to bet his buddy that Washington's going to beat him. Right. Cause he had a big bet or he, I think maybe he already had the bet on the line. Gotta be honest. When I was watching that uh, documentary on Ted Bundy, I said, eh, kind of like this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, made a few mistakes, but I mean, not as crazy as uh Dahmer to me team Bundy all day. All right. Just saying. All right. Whoa. Bundies folks subscribe to the college football experience. Get the SGPN app for free in the app store, Google play store. And remember we'll be back talking a lot more college football, ramping this thing up five days a week, folks. All right. So subscribe, tell a friend and uh, NFL draft. We got some great stuff planned for you. So make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast feed for the NFL draft 
Also, I host the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience. All right. Go listen to those. I also host the USFL gambling podcast and the XFL gambling podcast. You can never get too much football if you're rolling with Dundee. All right. So go check out those. And uh, yeah, you know, come talk college football with us in the discord. Some of those transfers I wanted to talk more about, but I had this episode planned for me to just scatter off a bunch of shit. So probably talk about those in the coming days Um, until, until then though, we appreciate you tuning in and please hit that like button on the, uh, you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that like button. And uh, yeah, until tomorrow, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Ripped apart, save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Cause of your liquor, will I sip your heart? You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. Fishy, you want a dick to lie. Piss you off, it goes. Tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the bag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's, I see them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. To improve the improv, talent's not a program. You download the install, quality spread through hard work, no involved. My peers respect me because I'm genuinely involved. Beyond gathering names to build up my buddy list, you decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk. Come equipped or leave empty handed. They don't call me C's for nothing. See the camera, smile, click. Here comes the picture. You act like a child. Manhood don't fit you. I'll break your whole style down to a bumper sticker. I never need a gun to lift you.